Welcome to Zachy and Steve. You have a podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. How's it going today, buddy? It's it's going, man. It's a it's a day. It's a Friday. I'm sick of this weather change constantly. Are you sick yet? I will be. Don't worry. Uh, 70 yesterday or whatever it was, like yeah. 65, 70 yesterday, and today it's 30. Yes, yeah, so the, the north wind is blowing. The north wind is blowing. You know, I got really excited about yesterday was baseball. You are wearing your, your, you have your Yankees, Yankees cap on I have today. my Yankees cap on. All right, so... Uh, Pete, spring training is going on. Spring training is going on. I'm seeing all the stuff on like Facebook pop up, and it's yeah. getting me excited about baseball. Yeah, it's just fun to go to the ballpark, <laughs> just down the PNC Park. I 100 percent agree. That's best the best ballpark. part of baseball yeah. is going to watch it live in Pittsburgh, in the Berg, yeah. the greatest stadium in baseball. <laughs> we've been to several stadiums together. <laughs> we have been. We've we made some trips. We went we've to New York trips, City. Man. We've been to Chicago. We went to Wrigley. Yeah. We went to Yankee Yankees. Stadium. And still PNC Park is by far the is best. by far the greatest. Yeah. And that's I mean I bet you Yankee Stadium cost 10 times what Pirate Stadium cost. Probably just because it was built in New York. Well, that that would be a key issue. Remember yeah. riding the subway in New York City? That was an experience. I Why know. was it an experience for you? <laughs> I don't it was dirty. I felt like it was like I needed oh, yeah. a hazmat suit. I can't imagine now after we're aware of like germs after COVID. We're aware think. of germs. Haven't we been aware of germs for the past hundred years? Nah. No, Before just, that they were just goblins. <laughs> I got a goblin. It gave me the it gave me the the grip. Uh, the grip. What is that? The cold? Oh, that's they used to call it. The grip. I think yeah, it's like French for cold. Uh, Isn't this interesting? This is a great talk. Is so, but no, let's this talk. is the worst podcast we've ever done, Steve. It, it might be. So let's talk. Let's talk subways real fast. All right. Not the restaurant. No. I think I, I would say that a subway restaurant is grosser than the actual subway <laughs> in New York City. See, it didn't used to be that way. Whenever yeah, I was no, in college, was subway was, was like if you wanted something healthy, you went to subway. Yeah, it's like in college, healthy with like quotations around it. But I didn't think that back then. Well, no, not back then because that like, had like actual vegetables on the sandwich. Yeah, well, I compared mean, back, to like McDonald's or Wendy's or something like that. Back when we were young, they thought that Olestra stuff. Was good for you because it was like it cut out all the fat of like potato chips and it was giving people other problems. <laughs> wink, wink, if you remember. I don't. People were having bathroom issues. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, but no, I, I, I loved New York. If I, if, I, I, if I was young, if I was young. You're old. I'm old now and I have, I have wonderful children and a wonderful wife and I would change that for anything. But if I was young and say I was going to college – yeah, and I was smart enough to get into a school in New York City. You'd I would, I, I, I would go to New York City in a heartbeat. Not that me. is just that is my speed. You're a city guy. I'm I am not a, a big city time guy. city guy. I, hate the I, city. I love public transportation. You love public transportation in New York? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's like so. I think I think I think the subway is the most efficient way to get around in New York. Probably it is, and I, I it's fun. But you're in New York. That's the problem. But it's it's a blast, man. I love getting on the buses. I don't like the buses. No, but. But you can like you ride the subway, you get out, you walk a couple blocks, and you're to your destination. It's there the best. Go. It's the best. Anyway, Zach, you have a game. I do have a game, but I got a story. Oh no! <laughs> What's you, your story? Have you ever? Is it about baseball? No, 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 no. We, we should probably delete that first ten minutes of our podcast. I was, it's the worst. You know, you know what's really funny? What? It was two minutes. It was two it, minutes. It felt like an eternity. <laughs> that was only two minutes. That was two minutes. Oh man, that was yeah, awful. Yeah, it was awful. All this right. is the worst start <laughs> of our podcast ever. 
Have you ever tried to embarrass your kids? Always. Yeah. That, Especially in front of their friends. So we, Addie had musical practice last night. All right. Laurel was working and I fed the kids dinner. And evidently when dad feeds was the kids dinner. Was it beanies and weenies? It, it was, it was uh, refrigerator clean out night. What's, what's the term for that? There's like refrigerator a, clean out? Yeah. There's like a like term. Like leftover night? I forget. There's a, there's, it's like an acronym or there's something. There's an acronym for it? Yeah. No, I there's not. Yes, there is. I can't okay, remember what it is. you talk and I'll look it up. <laughs> So we had had tacos a few nights before, and we'd had pizza. So there was leftover pizza and leftover, like, taco stuff to make tacos with, okay? Yes. Two of the kids' favorite things. I'm like, we're golden. So me and Elliot, he said, can I have a walking taco? I'm going to be the cool dad. I'm going to give Elliot a walking taco. So we got he got his- it sounds like a disease. <laughs> I have a walking, I have so, a walking taco. So they, we have like bags of chips to go in the school lunch. Their lunch they take to school. So I got him a little bag of Doritos, threw the threw the taco meat in there, some cheese, you know, the, the taco goodies. Handed it to him. He, I th- I thought I was the dad of the century, right? I found it. What is it? Corn. Corn. What is it? Clean out the refrigerator night. There it is. Thank you. For That's that. really it. That's what you. Yeah, I've never heard that before it's, in my yeah, life. I've heard of something like corn. That. <laughs> Clean out refrigerator. Remember night. when that was like a thing back in? I remember that in like middle school or grade school, and what? somebody would say something, and like instead of saying "that's not true," they'd go corn. No. Is that just a hermitage thing? That I think it's just a you thing. No, it, I definitely. I think you just made that. up I did right not now. just make it up. Just because I make up a lot of things does not mean I made that up. <laughs> I think you did. Anyway. Anyway. So it was corn night. It was corn night at the Cyrus house. Addie took the pizza. Me and Ellie did the tacos. He had a walking taco. Everything's golden. Yeah. So we're getting ready to take Addie, and he goes, hey, Dad, I'm starving. Can can you take me to Wendy's to get some get a burger and fries? I'm like, well, I just fed you. He's like, yeah, it wasn't enough. Well, you didn't tell me at the time it wasn't enough, but yeah. it, me being the, the cool dad, I thought I was. Oh, so it's, no, cool, re- it's cool dad night. You're going to take him for the burger and fries. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's go. Okay. So I had not realized that he had changed out of his school clothes into his pajamas. And this wasn't <laughs> regular pajamas. This was, this was, he was had it like. Was it just you and Elliot? And Addie. We, we oh, Addie was there. Yeah, Laura was working. So he had on flannel pants, like blue, red purple green like flannelly fleece pants on yes and a and a sh- like a blue fleece shirt with a pocket that had like the flannel color on the pocket so they matched okay yeah. and so he got these yeah i think he got them for christmas this year okay anyway so we drop addy off at the at the, at the uh, school we go to wendy's go through the drive-thru and i i wanted to run some errands so i said elliot we're going to run errands yeah all right and he, he looks at me and says, Dad, I can't go in stores. I'm in my pajamas. Nice. <laughs> he was like, if Wait, I what could... time of day was this? Was it like This was like six in the evening. <laughs> That's just like Luke too, man. <laughs> like, why? Oh, yeah, I know. Change? I didn't realize he changed it to him. I see. I thought I was being the dad of the year. I was being the the distant dad that yeah. does not pay attention to anything. Yeah. My son's starving. He's in his pajamas. We're going to the store. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm man. doing a good job You're for dinner. You're doing a great tonight. job. So he... He's never. He's a little bit sensitive, but he's getting to the age where he's starting to like worry about what his friends are thinking about him. Oh yeah, for sure. So he is deathly afraid that one of his friends is going to see him out it in his jamming. in his pajamas. Jam jam. So, and then I'm like, all right, this is going to be fun. Is so, he going to be embarrassed that you're telling this? Story? Maybe because he listens to this with his friends, <laughs> usually at school. 
Sorry, buddy. I love you very much. But this is a hilarious story. Daddy's going to buy you a burger and fries. Yeah. I, bought, I kept buying him things. That was that was the kicker. So I kept taking him. bought him more? Oh, yeah. I kept taking him all. Of, buy his love? <laughs> I kept taking him <laughs> buy his love. <laughs> so I was like, I know what we need. Son but- doesn't respect me. I'll spend all my money on him, and then he'll love me. No, so, get him. So we went to Home Depot, and then we started he had to do stuff for school. I was like, let's go to Walmart. He's like, Dad, that is the store that has the most people. And I'm like, ah, you'll be fine. Yeah, so I mean, most people are in their pajamas at Walmart anyway. <laughs> no, He's going to blend right in. So we ended up going to Walmart. Uh, for, we, we, went to the, we went to the the we went to Handles to get some ice cream because I kind of felt bad. Good night, man. So I was taking them all around you these places. You really overdid it. <laughs> he was so – and so he saw friends at Walmart and at Handles. We pull into uh-huh. Handles, and he's, there's these two boys standing there. I'm like, those are your friends, aren't they? So I'm like playing it up. And he's like sitting over there, like he's like, oh no, he's like all embarrassed. Yeah. And uh, I was like, he's like, yeah, those look like the friends I had at uh, robotics camp, but they live in Butler. That can't be them. Yeah. Like, they live in Butler. All right. So we pull up, and he gets out of the car. Sure enough, it's the two kids. You know, they come running over to him, and hey, Elliot, how's it going? Yeah. And he, I could tell he was like mortified, mortified. But he's trying to play it off, like, yeah. like, hey, I'm glad you're here. But no, he was mortified. So me being the good dad, yeah. I was uh, trying to embarrass my son at, at, at any any way I could. I thought you were going to say, I went in and bought him pants at Walmart. So no. you did? No, I didn't. Oh, buy I thought you were gonna, I thought for sure that was going to be the next thing you did. <laughs> like a change? I, uh, I bought him clothes and he changed into them <laughs> in the Walmart bathroom, which is, I think, the worst possible situation. So did you embarrass your kids? You take them around? Um, and- you know, I, I play it up when their friends are around. Do you play up the silly dad, like the embarrassing not, not dad? Not so much silly dad. I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, poke. I just poke at things. Yeah. Things that I know that are bothered. I'm a terrible father. <laughs> I'm a terrible father, uh, but yeah, no, for sure. Like I'll, I'll tell, like I, you know, my dream was always, you know, when they would. This have, is your dream. Yes, as a, a terrible father, <laughs> uh, my dream has always been that the stories that I have uh, absorbed over yes. the years from them being small children, yeah, I could then tell to their friends at an age where it would be embarrassing. embarrassing. Yes. yes, absolutely, especially when they have. You know the potential boyfriend, boyfriend girlfriend, or girlfriend yes. that comes over. I could, like, I, so yeah. You whip out the pictures of them in the bathtub when they're kids. No, I'm not gonna. I'm, no, I'm not, not doing I'm that. Not, I don't. I'm not a picture guy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's well documented that I am uh, anti picture. Yeah. Um, but uh, for, for very obvious reasons, if you remember the story from a few weeks ago where I uh, where we were at the the pastor's retreat and my face came up. Oh yes, yes. And everybody started laughing without me saying anything. <laughs> Uh, I have. You're a, I, I have a face for radio. I have a face for podcasting <laughs> in this modern. That's day. why we do not have a video podcast. Yeah, we don't have a video podcast, and our pictures are not on no. anything. Nope. Uh, you so, don't know yeah. what we look like. Face for podcast. I had somebody come up to me and say, "Are you, who? What? No, it, it was your. It was your. It was your uh, sister-in-law. Was like that's I, what I Zach have, looks like. I don't have a sister-in-law. Oh." <laughs> I, on Sarah's side, I have lots of sisters-in-law. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, what am I talking about? You're like, your sister-in-law. I'm like, I don't have a sister-in-law. I'm like, my brother's not married. Yeah, and then like completely neglecting the 400 people that live on my <laughs> wife's side of the family. Yeah. Or on the, uh, yeah, so yeah, my, my sister-in-law who listens to the podcast yeah. asked to see a picture. Of me. Of you. Because she wanted to put a face yeah, to the Yeah, she wanted to put a face to 
to it. So she's she sees the picture. She's like, oh, that's Zach. That's not what I imagined he would look like. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why like, we don't show anybody. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> I know. Like, did you think he'd be like a goblin or did you think he'd be a lot better looking? Like, <laughs> No, I think it was the opposite. She was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <sighs> I was picturing something a little bit better now. Uh, I thought it would be somebody that, you know, would look presentable. <laughs> yes. Nope. A- anyway, anyway. Not us. No. I mean, that kind of stuff gets saved for national television. Um, uh, so, Zach. I do have a little bit of a game. Exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. And something we can play along with. Yeah. If you're at home. So, here. if you're at home or in the car. Have you ever played the game Color Brain before, Stevie? Zach, I have played... Color brain a few times. I'm, yes. I'm a big fan. Color brain. Are you going to give me the color palettes? No. Or, uh, oh, I, See, the, the, why I, we decided I, we were going to play color brain. I'm going to say this right is... now. Beth, I know you're going to be ragging on me. I know I don't know my colors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Beth, one of our loyal listeners. One of our one loyal of our listeners. Friends we, in yeah. our ministry as well. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know colors well, but I, I, will, I think I'm going to win this game. So we are going to play a game that's going to help you. Maybe with your colors a little bit. This is the Disney edition of Color Brain. The way Color Brain works is I will give you an object or a person, Disney-related, and I will ask you something about them, and you have to tell me what colors are associated, are associated with, with them. With them, yes. Fantastic. For instance, number one. Yes. This is from Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Tale as what? old as time. It's a, it's, it, do you know it's a tale as old as time? I do know. This is Laura's song is old as rhyme. This is Laura's favorite Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. The question would be, the carpet covering the palace's main staircase, it is one color. What the is carpet going up the main staircase. In... So in like that big scene yes. where they're dancing, it's red. It is red. Very good. See, I know That's my it. Stuff. That's the way the game works. Sometimes there'll be stuff. one color. Sometimes well, there'll Zach, be multiple we colors. We have, to, we have to do the official start of the game okay. thing. All right. Lights down. Music on. Here we go. Here. Stevie, the game is called Does Stevie Know His Colors? <laughs> Disney style. That is a game that I used to play with my, so my little cousin, who is now getting married, she, I yeah. baptized her fiance this yeah. past Sunday. She's the one that used to go around saying, Stevie doesn't know his colors. <laughs> Stevie doesn't know his colors. I'm dead serious. Well, this is your time to it, redeem yourself. I totally <laughs> redeem myself. All right, from Disney's The Little Mermaid. Ursula. Sha-la-la-la-la-la. Yeah, sing it. What is That's Ursula's my wife's favorite song. eyeshadow color? Kiss the, the girl. The Her color eyeshadow? of Ursula's eyeshadow. If you remember, she's all dolled up She's there. like, she's like, her skin's like purple. Yes. And I want to say like, it looks dark purple or it could be dark blue. I think it's, I'm going to say blue. Is that your final answer? Final answer is blue. The correct answer is blue. Oh! So I'm going to put on the right side of my computer here all the ones you got right. I get right. Two and zero. Oh. All the ones you got wrong on the left side. We'll count them up at the oh, end, and we'll man. see how well you are at your colors. Oh, all right. I'm getting sick. I'm, I'm real sick to my stomach. In Disney's Winnie the Pooh, Stevie. What is hey, the you color? Know what the wonderful thing about tiggers is they bounce. They're wonderful things. Their heads are made of rubber. Their tails are made of the springs. <laughs> Yeah. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Disney fan, buddy. I know you are. In Winnie the Pooh, yeah. the bow on e- Eeyore's tail. <laughs> you all right over there? Uh, Pooh bear. <laughs> uh, oh, Pooh. All right. The bow on Eeyore's tail is what color? Pink. 
It is pink, Steve. Yeah. You th I thought I thought you were gonna be awful at this game, but you no, man. you constantly surprise me uh, with your amazingness. You gotta find them full of surprises. <laughs> yeah, you are. You know that that's a quote. Yeah, I'm sure it is. You know who says that? Everybody. Luke Skywalker, though, specifically is the thing. In Disney's Tangled. Mm, it's a good one. Rapunzel's dress. It's pink and purple. One color. Oh gosh, purple. It is purple. Yes, there's a little bit of pink in there, I suppose, but purple. You are four out of four so oh, far. Oh, buddy. Remember, right. I, you remember what happened last time I started off like seven and oh? Yeah, it, it went all, downhill quickly. Yeah, it was like, and then I missed everything after that. I missed that. I went like oh for 11 or something. <laughs> it was bad. All right, back to The Little Mermaid. <gasps> Ooh. Back to Ursula. I don't know why. They've got a lot of questions on here about Ursula. I almost what? started singing a song from Aladdin for Ursula. Sing Will it. come from a land far away place? Where the caravan <laughs> camels roam. All right. Nur Nursula. Nursula? <laughs> That's Laura's nickname when she's working. Laura's nickname is <laughs> Nursula? <laughs> what? Nurse Laura? <laughs> She's going to absolutely hate that. Yeah. Nursula. Nursula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're in so much I'm trouble, in trouble. For that one. We're both in trouble. This, oh, is, this has been bad so I've far. Not, I, I've not said one bad thing yes, about you my have. wife. Yes, you have. Not about your wife, but no. about everyone else. Everybody else, yeah. But right. I, I don't live with everybody else. So true. Ursula's nail polish. One color. Red. It is red. Yeah. You are rocking this game. Yeah, same as me. Same as your nail yeah, color? Yeah, my nail color's red. It's naturally red. Naturally red. All right. In Disney's Peter Pan, how familiar are you with Peter Pan? Uh-ish. Oh, this one's too easy. Tinkerbell's dress. Green. Yes, of course. That was an easy you one. You could have skipped it. I could have, but I already... I, the, the people. The people want to play along the as peep, well. The people are the ones that care. All right. Let's get a little harder here. Okay. Disney's Pocahontas. I like that one. You like Pocahontas? Yes. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to, to the, the blue corn moon? What is a blue corn moon? It's uh, it's it's when the corn's ready. Is is that like what you do when you eat all of the stuff in the refrigerator? Yeah, it's just like that. It's just uh, like that. It's blue corn. <laughs> uh, all right. What are what are the? This is one color. The bows in Governor Ratcliffe's hair. Yep. That that the mean guy. The governor, he's he's got like that wig with the. He's got I, I know who Governor Ratcliffe is. Maybe man. somebody who's listening might not know Stevie. I want to say they're pink. They are red. Oh, oh man. you missed one. That was Eeyore's is pink. I know Eeyore's is pink. You I just said uh, pink is a shade of red. It kind of is. All right, it definitely is. You you it's you, on the it's on the scale. You are you're redeeming yourself slowly here. Oh, I I know I am. In Disney's Aladdin, yeah. one color. One what is the color? My, it might be my favorite. Of Disney. Aladdin's vest. See my vest? Isn't it blue? It is purple. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Purple. That's a purplish That's blue. That's a purple. That's well, a bluish purple. Steve, Steve, Stevie doesn't know his colors. Whatever. <laughs> that doesn't still haunt me. Uh, yeah, I see the shame on your face. Of it. All right. This one is two colors. Ooh. Disney's Toy Story, the original, a.k.a. the original, Andy's cowboy hat. You've got a friend in me. It's red and white. Red and white. You yeah. got it. Good job. It's just like 
Jesse the Yodeling Cowgirls. Yes, same same thing. It is. Isn't it the same hat? I think so. I think they're like, are they like brothers and sisters or something? Who? Or Jesse and Woody? No, they're not brother and sister, you goofball. I never really saw the second one. You uh, never? How do you never really see the second I one? I think I saw it once a long time ago and didn't pay attention while I was watching The second one's like the best one. I like the first one. Uh, the third one the makes me one. cry. Third one's a crier. Fourth, I, like, I like all four of them. All right. Back to Winnie the Pooh. Hmm, Pooh Bear. What color is Pooh's shirt? It's red. <laughs> yes, it is. Winnie the Pooh has a red shirt. Tut, Very good. tut, looks like rain. What? Tut, tut, <laughs> looks like rain. <laughs> uh, you don't remember that from no. the Winnie the Pooh movie? No. The first one where he's like, I don't think he's, I've ever he's seen trying Winnie to steal movie. the honey from the bees. And so he like he takes that balloon and he floats up. And he's like, tut, tut, looks like rain. <laughs> You oh, know, wait, no, that's Christopher Robin says that. All right. He's like, oh, I'm going to stick my arm in this, uh, the honey. No, the honey. <laughs> you're, you're amazing. All right. <laughs> Disney's- Worst episode ever. <laughs> I don't know. There's been some good stuff. Oh, God. Disney's Monsters, Inc. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I love Monsters, Inc. I'm not a big fan of it. Roz. What color is Roz's hair? White. It is. It says gray, but I'll give you white. Nah, you don't, don't give it. If it's not right, it's not right. It says it's gray. I, if it's gray, it's gray. That's clearly gray. All right. Don't. I don't want. I don't want pity points. All right. All right. I want Steve's championship points. Let's go back to Disney's Aladdin, since it's your favorite. Oh, I, I, I'm not doing too well there, Zach. You missed Aladdin's. I you missed Aladdin's best. <laughs> Which is like the most iconic thing from the movie, other than maybe the That's genie. That's the most iconic. Maybe the, the genie. The lamp. Uh, I guess maybe the lamp's gold, but like, the genie. All right. Eh, yeah, maybe you're right. All right. Disney's Aladdin. What are the three colors in Abu's hat? Purple, red, and yellow. Purple, red, yellow. You nailed it. Did you I really? Got it right. There's nice. like that little yellow squiggly there. Yeah, it's the squiggly in the middle. Yeah. I didn't know that. Good job. Yeah. All right. We're back to Nursula here. Oh, I come from a land of a Little Mermaid. What color are Ursula's tentacles? They're different from the rest of her body? Two colors. Black? And there's two colors for Nursula's tentacles. Nursula. <laughs> Black and purple? Black and purple. Yes. Oh, wow. The underside of the tentacles. You can see that there. They've got Ugh. the nasty pur- Yes, yeah, she is. Ugh. She is, uh, She's terrifying. Terrifying, yes. Especially villain. when she grows, and then they stab her with the ship. Do you know how messed also, up that is for a child? Also scary. Yes. That's, it was really terrifying to see the, the bow of that ship. Just go through that. Go right through her yes. in a cartoon. I wonder how they're going to do it in the musical. Um, I'm not going to see it, so. Yeah, you better. All right, Disney's Moana. Oh, wait. The, I thought you meant the new movie that's coming out, the live-action movie. No, no, no. No, your daughter's Yes, playing. my daughter. I am flying kids around the this, this stage uh, for this. There is no doubt. <laughs> I, I, there's no doubt in my mind I'll be there, all right? Like, yeah. I have to see this happen. Yes, you do. All right, Disney's Moana. Wow. What was this made? That's pretty current, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, maybe Moana's probably. Like, A couple yeah. years ago now. Yeah. Probably like seven or eight years ago. You know Moana's pet pig, Pua? Pua. Yeah. What are what are the colors of his spots? Pua's spots are just the spots. Just the spots. Gray and black. We'll give it to you. Yeah. What, what was it? It was just said gray, but I'm looking at him there. There's. Oh, I thought you said two colors. Maybe I did, but it looks kind of black too. But you got that one right. Yeah, it was gray. Yeah. yeah. I, I did know like yeah. they were gray, but I thought maybe there's some black splotches in there. I yeah. Don't know. 
All right, Disney's Aladdin. Wow. The jewel in Jasmine's hairband, one color. Jasmine has a hairband. Yeah, I know. <laughs> White snake. No, I mean, no. White snake? Hairband? I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good one, Zach. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I was a thinker. I was like, what are you talking about? White I mean, I know the band White Snake. I thought maybe you were just having a, like a stroke or something. <laughs> White snake. <laughs> um, yellow. It is uh, blue. It's blue, the the jewel and jazz. Oh, but the thing around it's like gold. Gold. Yeah, no, the know. jewel itself is oh, gold. blue. That's that's in the right pile. That's I, I got oh, that you wrong. missed that. I one. got that wrong. I've probably just been giving you all these. No, you haven't. I got most of these. Right. All right, just a couple more here. Okay. What what, what minute mark, Steve? Doesn't matter. <laughs> this is. I'm winning. We're, we're uh we're I'm winning it. No one's gonna be listening after this episode. No, nobody cares anymore. All right, let's find a good one here. A couple more. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Disney's Pinocchio. Pinocchio. What is the color of Jiminy Cricket's umbrella? Hmm. Hmm. Jiminy Cricket's umbrella. Yes. That is you, is blue. It is red. No way. Jiminy Cricket's umbrella. That's not right. Is red. That they, Look at him there. They changed that for that picture. For that right picture. There. That's, it's blue all the other times I've ever seen it. Oh. His hat's blue. Well, all right. I'm really Are you a stuff. fan of Toy Story? Oh, don't don't base it on my preference. All right. Two more questions here. I'm not I'm I'm not a huge Pixar fan. I, I will be honest. Like right, uh, Pixar perfect. is not my thing. Then I'm going to ask you anyway. Three colors. Yes. The buttons on Buzz Lightyear's chest. There's red, green, and blue. Red, green, blue. You nailed it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, my son has a big Buzz Lightyear that he like, yeah, plays, plays with all the time. It has the yeah. buttons on it. So, yeah, the that, was actually, was... that was a little unfair. All right. This is okay. really easy. Yeah, these are pretty easy. Okay. From the movie, my favorite Disney movie is what, Steve? Inside Out. Inside Out. Established in our podcast from, I don't know, like four months ago, yeah. five months ago. Yeah, yeah. What is the color of Joy's hair? Okay, so this is a little unfair because I uh, Joy is my favorite character to use in Disney's Emoji Blitz game. Oh, <laughs> what is that? Disney's Emoji Blitz. Is that that's the game you play on your phone for hours and hours I, I, and hours? I, I, I've I've played. How many hours have you played that, Steve? I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> um, but I will say that I uh, I I am nationally ranked. <laughs> No, you're not. I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> you're nationally ranked. I'm one of the I, I'm one of the highest scoring players in that game. Of what? Like, I, what, what's I, a normal okay. score and what's your score? Okay, so the average person, like that plays it casually, is probably right around there at like level 100. Okay. My level is I'm at 530. Whoa! So, wow. Yeah. I'm, That's pretty high. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Something I'm really proud of. I can and tell. Joy is my favorite character. Okay. And what color is her hair? It's blue. It is blue. Yeah. Joy's hair is blue. All yes. right. One more. Hmm. Let's find you a good one here. Okay. Last one. Last one. We'll do a Toy Story one. Oh, I hate Toy Story. Two colors. The first Toy Story? First Toy Story. How about Stinky Pete? Oh, Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete in the second movie. Man, you got to watch the second movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You I'm really gonna... are Stinky Pete. Yeah. See, I'm not a Tom Hanks fan. Well, good. I'm going to ask you about Woody. Go... <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, 
what are the two colors of Woody's vest? Uh, well, it's like it's cow. It's like a cow. Or wait, or is that Jesse's? Oh, see, now I'm starting to second guess myself. What are the two colors of Jesse's Woody's Jesse's the one that has like the, the cow skin vest, where it's black and white. So Woody, the yodeling cowboy. He doesn't yodel. Yes, he does. He just he pulls strings. Pulls on Woody's horse. <laughs> Pete, the old prospector. <laughs> and wait, no, it's Jesse, the yodeling cowgirl. Not <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like Toy Story all that much. All right, so Woody, what is Woody's vest? I can't even see Woody's vest in my head. I know he has a yellow shirt on. Yep. He's got his his badge is on the vest. It is on the vest. What color is that vest? Oh my goodness! Why? Well, I, I honestly I can't even see it in my head. Black and white. No, it's not. Black and <laughs> black and white. Black and white. Is that your final answer? Final, final answer. This kind of will determine whether you win this game or not. No, it won't. I, I have crushed this game. The correct answer is black it and is white. black and white. It's black and white. Yep, he's got the cow print vest I on. could not remember if yes. that was him or if that was All Jesse. Right, time to tally up the misses in the... In the, in the wow, wait. there's that's a lot more misses than I thought. Hold on here. I kind of... Hold on. I, I messed up here a little bit. Do you know how to count? I, I put the extras in that pile. All right. You've missed one, two. Five. I missed five. That's pretty good. You got correct. This is really deep eye contact, buddy. Fourteen. Ooh. You got fourteen correct. You missed well, five. Nineteen. We couldn't even that out with a twenty. You want to do one more? Yeah, I think it's only appropriate. All right, you're gonna miss this. You're uh, really bad oh, this I'm, I, I won't miss anything. The only thing I'm gonna miss is. All right, I'll give you daughter's an easy one. play. Apparently, <laughs> because of that, we'll do one final Little Mermaid one. Sha -la 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 -la. Ariel's friend Flounder is two main colors. Yeah, he is. What color is He's Flounder? Yellow and blue. Yellow and blue make when you put them together. They make this. Black. This is your final exam Yellow question. Yellow and blue make green. <laughs> Yellow and blue make green. Steve, we need some fireworks emojis. You have passed the color Yay! exam. The test. I'm 75 percent. I'm the smartest boy alive. 75 percent, I think, is 15 out of 20. If it's not, then we'll... Uh... Well, you didn't need to give the percentage. That was kind of turdish. Because <laughs> by that percentage, I, I got a 70... Yeah, that's a C. I didn't do great. You're passing. That, and that's been my whole life. <laughs> been my whole life. Just getting by. Uh, All right. When we come back, we got the topic of uh, the day. Yes. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. All right, welcome back for our main topic of today, which is we're going to talk about something that I've always been interested in learning more about, and so I thought we could just learn together. Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, this past Wednesday marked the beginning of Lent. Yes. Which the Lenten season, I think, is a very important season. Uh, giving up something to focus and put more attention on your relationship with God, I think, is really important. We've talked about in the past the importance of fasting yep. and why we fast yeah. uh, and really what it's trying to do. It's trying to draw us closer to God. It's not for us to get answers to prayers. It's to make us rely more on God. And it really stems from uh, Jesus. You know, I mean, I mean, one of the things that Jesus did was fasting. I mean, it's not the first instance of fasting, but sure. one of the things that he did was 40 days of fasting in the wilderness 
uh, and was tempted throughout that time. Right, before he was beginning <clears throat> his ministry. Right. Yeah, before he began his ministry, he was drawing closer to his father. And so instead of eating in that time, he was just focusing on God. Then he gets tested by yep. the enemy and, uh, you know, and he passes every trial. And that's when he knew as, as human, um, yep. being human and God, that he was ready to begin that right. next phase, which was his ministry work. That, you know, he was, I mean, it was essentially showing that he was, he wasn't corruptible. Like he couldn't be corrupted. He was, he was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, good. So anyway, so what we do during the Lenten season, I mean, as a Baptist church, we don't do too much at all. No. Uh, because it's like you can, we're not going to stop you. But the one thing that we don't do yeah. is what happened this past Wednesday, which is Ash Wednesday. Yes. And I think it's just in the Catholic tradition, which we're going to learn about here in a little bit. Because I don't know. Do you know anything about Ash Wednesday, Zach? I don't know a lot about it. Um just that I had friends in school who would get ash on their forehead. I yeah. think it's a symbol of, hey, I'm a follower of Christ, and I am choosing to, you know, partake in this, you know, ritual exactly. that we do for 40 days, kind of humble ourselves, get ready for yeah. Easter, and yeah, I, I don't know much more than that. That's all That's all the more I ever knew, and I was always curious, like, why ashes? Like, what is the significance of the actual ashes on the forehead? And maybe you're sitting there, and you're like, how do these dummies not know? You well, know, I bet there's a lot of people out there that do know these things because um, there are a lot of people of the Catholic faith, and this yeah. is a common thing. So it might might be something we're not familiar with, but I'm sure a lot of people are. And I th- and I think maybe even in culture in general, mm-hmm. um, when you think about a religious person and you're and you're not a follower of Christ, the idea of a Catholic like the Pope and that type of thing comes to mind. Okay. And so when you see someone. You know, maybe doing things of the Catholic faith, Ash Wednesday being one example of that, maybe yeah. a rosary or other something like that. That's that's thought of, the, okay, those are Christians, right? Yep. Um, but it's different for someone who is, like you said, of, of our of our denomination. Yeah. We Baptist, non, you know, really non-denominational kind yeah, of thing. The evangelicals. Yes. We're lumped into that. All right. So let's let's talk about a few facts that we found on Ash Wednesday. Sure. And then what is what is what is uh, Mardi Gras? In- Mardi Gras has nothing to do with oh see so Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. Yes, Mardi Gras is French. Yes, for Fat Tuesday, which it means like get in all your sin in today. <laughs> exactly. Which is like go. So is Mardi Gras a good thing? No, not at all. No, like no. there should there should never be a thing where like let's get in all our sin in now so we can enjoy the rest. So we can. It's so bad. You know, yeah. So yes. Mardi Gras in and of itself, if you couldn't figure it out at this point already, no, so good. Not like, so good. It's, it's an excuse to, for, to debauch- be bad. for debauchery. Exactly. Is what it is. I mean, when you look at it, especially from the, like, you know, the party sense that you, like, the, or the images that it conjures up when it comes to, like, what you see in, like, New Orleans. Yeah. And stuff where it's, like, I think most popular. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like the carnival kind of a mentality of just en- you know, enjoy it or indulge in everything that you can't indulge in for the next 40 days, because that's what God wants. <laughs> I've got so many things to say, but yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's, move let, on let's do the, the history stuff. and yeah. stuff. Let's talk about the history of Ash Wednesday. So first things first, who observes Ash Wednesday? And Zach and I, I, I well, at least for me, I thought it was just Catholics. Okay. Apparently yeah. that's not the case. Okay, well, let's that's hear it. That's not the case. While Ash Wednesday is perhaps the most closely, relate, most closely related with Catholicism, 
There are many Christian sects that recognize it, including Lutherans, okay, Methodists, okay, Episcopalians, Presbyterians. Oh yeah, I was Presbyterian. You grew up Presbyterian. My wife grew up Presbyterian. <laughs> Don't think I ever did that. Nope. So maybe it's very limited yeah. or small, small groups of Presbyterians. And some Baptists. Well, there you go. Which I've never heard of. No. I'd love to know what Baptist church is doing that and where they got their information. Um, but then it says that most most other evangelical denominations do not observe it. All right. Second thing, the ash has biblical significance. All right, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about what this biblical well, significance is. Can I um, guess? Of course. I would say it has to do with, in the in the Old Testament, when they would fast, when mm-hmm. they would show mourning, they would put ash on themselves. They would wear sackcloth. Oh, see, Zach, that's a very good observation. Is that the answer? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's what I always thought. All right, hit me with it. What is it? I like your thing better. That's that's <laughs> why they should do it. <laughs> so the ashes used on Ash Wednesday are meant to represent Dust. 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 When receiving ashes on their forehead, the parishioners hear the words, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Okay. So this is a reference to what God says to Adam while exiling him from the Garden of Eden. So what does that have to do with Jesus' death? Nothing. <laughs> no, I guess it does. Well, Jesus it, is the first Adam. Yes, right? I guess it does in some, some aspects. But... On Ash Wednesday, the saying is a reminder to be humble in the face of mortality. Okay. So does it, what does that, yeah, what does that have to do with? <laughs> I mean, if you go Easter. deep, if you have to go deep theologically, like you said, you know, Jesus being the second Adam and, and uh, all that goes on with that, I guess yeah. you can go there, but I don't think that's what they're going no. for. No, no, I don't think that was it. I think we <laughs> probably hit closer to what it should be than <laughs> the actual. How old do you think Ash Wednesday is, Zach? Uh, How long do you think it's been observed? I would say maybe a thousand years. Less than. Less than a thousand years? Less than a thousand years. Okay. Uh, 500 years. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer is less than oh. a thousand years. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was still guessing. Keep going. <laughs> I'm going to see if you can get a specific number. 765. Is that it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, just says, it just says less than a thousand? It just says less than a thousand. It says the first Ash Wednesday ceremonies were likely held. Okay. Sometime in the 11th century. All right. So that's for that's a thousand one something. thousands. Yeah, one thousands. So a thousand years ago. A thousand years after Christ. Let's make a let's make a party. It, it had Ash Wednesday has nothing to do with Mardi Gras. Okay, that's that's. It just it. so happens that it's like live it up now because for the next 40 days, <laughs> okay, nothing. Got it. Nothing. On Wednesday. It was Ash Wednesday, which is the start of the season of Lent, which is, if you are a Christian, it is a season of fasting, a season of drawing oneself closer to God. Yes. But it's not really followed religiously by all denominations of Christians. No. It's more of a Catholic thing, and and it's it's less—we don't do it in our denomination. We are like an independent Baptist— Kind of uh, evangelical church, and and the the religious aspects of Ash Wednesday, the putting the ash on the forehead and that type of thing, the yes. the, the fasting of food, um, we don't really do that, but we do 
and the same thing around Christmas when we talk about Advent. That's more of like a Presbyterian type thing, and 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 it's more of the, you know, um, that type of Christian church thing. We yes. don't we don't do the whole Advent thing where we have the Advent candles, even though we had pretty good discussions about the Advent candles. Whatever we we talked about. Remember we did that Advent. Did message. we? Yeah, remember? And then we talked about Christmas Eve and the candles and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, you said you mold. I molded the candles you into different shapes. molded the candle into a tray or something. Yeah. <laughs> that became like a long-running joke. Yeah. That feels like an eternity ago. Yeah, that well, wasn't that long ago. No, no. We've just we've left the Advent season. We are now in the Lenten season. Another very important season of observation. That I mean, But like we talked about before, you know, things get like put into seasons, and it, right. it's really a... a mentality and heart that needs to be year-round exactly and so we were talking okay so we struggled to to find a topic to talk about today Mm. but it's because we're trying to i think fit a square peg into a round hole because we in what way because we don't we don't observe it in that way because we don't i think we understand the heart behind it one of my favorite passages in all of scripture is found in the book of isaiah chapter 58 Okay. It talks about what true fasting is. Even in the New Testament, when Jesus talks about fasting, um, he puts he puts emphasis on it. He wants his people to do it, but he wants them to do it with a heart that is really after God. Okay. And and when you think about our culture today and the the season of Lent, we have a holiday before Ash Wednesday, called Mardi Gras, which is Fat Tuesday, right? And well, we don't. No, but like that, our, world, culture our culture does. Our culture does. does yes. Because the idea is, hey, for 40 days, you're going to be giving up stuff. So the day before, let's just go all out and throw... Indulge in everything. Yes. We're going to you do all the bad stuff for one day because the next 40 days, we're going to be good. Yeah. And, and is that really the fast that God would want for us? No. And so we've been trying to talk about this and put some sort of validity to... This, these re- religious things that are happening, mm-hmm. when really that's not what God wants at all. And so yeah. I think maybe that's why we're struggling, because we're, it's it's not working for us, because we don't really, it's not that we don't think that it's helpful for some people, but it's just not what, what it, it, let's just, just go to this. Isaiah 58. Yeah, please. This passage is titled, True Fasting. Okay? So I'm going to read this. And let's see if this helps us to get through this Lenten season a little bit better. (laughs) This is what it says, starting in verse 2. Isaiah 58, verse 2, it says, For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. Oh, boy. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, Have you, you and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Hmm. That, that, that's convicting. It should be convicting. Absolutely. It's saying, hey, you're going through these. Re- I'm, I've been doing all of the religious things I'm supposed to do, but God, I don't feel you near. Right? Yeah. How prophetic. I mean, and that's why, I mean, Isaiah is called a book of prophecy and everybody thinks of prophecy as like the foretelling of something to come. But really, it's talking about things that are near. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it was the same thing for Isaiah and what he was trying to teach the people that were around him Yes, as we need to be doing for ourselves is, Hey, take a minute and think about what you're doing. Yeah, And it speaks to the level of, I mean, just religiousness that people adhere to and not 
not the relationship. Faith, not the relationship, not the faith, not the trust of of living for someone. It's just like I have to go through these motions so that God will like me. Yeah. God already likes you. Yeah, he loves you. He died it, for you. Yeah, I guess I was losing using like as a yeah, right, exactly. very loose Pretty term, sure. but it's like, I guess, it, interchangeably with love in this case. But God already loves you. He already has a plan for you. And then to look at everything that he's done for us, to to come back to him with these with these half-hearted attempts to show him that we care. Yes. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It's like I mean you look at it, it's sad because I mean you look at our fellow Christians and and you want to you want to like you don't want to like put anyone down or hurt anyone. But the truth is it's like this should be the heart and mentality throughout the entire year. Yeah. Is that we're constantly like, and I always go back to Romans 12. We are a living sacrifice. We're living sacrificially every single day. Yeah. Not for 40 days, but yeah. every single day. It should be our, our Lenten season. Yeah. But go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. I digress. No, it's okay. It says, why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Continuing in verse 3, it says, yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Hmm. So that, that's what we think of as a fast. Is a fast a day where we humble ourselves, bowing one's head, putting ash on our head, sackcloth on? Is that what I'm calling a fast? In verse 6, is not this kind of fasting, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? So this is what God is saying you should be doing. To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? So what he's saying is, you think what, what you should be doing to honor me is denying yourself food? It is to be tearing your clothes in mourning? He's saying, no. <laughs> what you should be doing is taking that food you're denying yourself and giving it to somebody who's hungry. So caring for other people. It's not so love God and love others. This whole menta- like this whole idea is not like new in the New Testament. No, this is what God's always wanted for His people. Yeah, and those clothes that you're tearing and 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 showing your mournfulness. Hey, take that clothes and give it to somebody who's naked and doesn't have clothes. This is, this is a true loving of me. Yeah, this is a true fast. So Zach, why do you think there is this disconnect? I think we do want to. This is the answer. We want to have, we want the good things to come from following God, but we don't want to put in the work. We, we're selfish. We're prideful. We want, we want to go to heaven. We want to do the minimal amount of work it takes to get there. Yeah. Everybody and then, wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die, right? That's like exactly. the mentality. Exactly. That's it. Like, okay, if I got to get to heaven, I'm going to cross these things off my list. I'm going to do the checklist. I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the, the Lenten stuff, and then that's going to make God happy. Yeah. But before that, I'm going to have some me time. I'm going to go all out. Yeah. I'm going to call it Fat Tuesday. 
<laughs> like because I'm going to eat till I die, pretty uh, much. Eat, drink, and be merry. And that's yeah. sadly that is the mentality of so many. Where it's like, I need to live it up while I'm alive. And it's like, but you're not really living because the the, the idea is that you're you're indulging in things that like you know while God created them to be satisfying to us we've made them into the gods that we serve yeah um and i mean that goes so much into uh, i mean it all the things that people give up yeah. like in, in a lenten season and this is not us picking on the catholic church no or any denomination or anybody that believes in this but like we all uh, we've talked about this a lot over the past several weeks why are we not asking the question why yeah. Why don't we say, well, why am I doing this? And what is my heart behind this? Instead of just saying, okay, this is what we do, so let's keep doing it. Well, why do we do this? And I, I think it's a, this is a very important time to say that. Is it wrong to practice Lent? Absolutely not. You give up something and focus on God. But, but what is the reason why people do it? It's because they want to be heard by God, and they want God to be in their lives, and they want yeah that that if you are truly doing it that's what you want well if you're truly doing it yes but for those who are doing it because this is what we've always done it's like i want god to be happy with me yeah and that's god like it it, it goes back to like look at jake jacob and esau yeah like that's essentially it's essentially no not jacob and esau i'm sorry cain and abel you look at abel's offering to God and it was of pure heart. Why? Because he, he loved God and longed to serve God. So he gave to God willingly, whatever. What did Esau, Cain yeah. goes and just wrangles up whatever he didn't really want to deal with. Cause it was like, well, I, I want God to like me. It's a good idea to have God on my side. So here's everything that I could come up with. Uh, because you said that I need to like, you know, sacrifice things unto you. Yeah. God's like, well, I accept Abel's, but Cain, I don't accept yours. Like, yes, yeah. that's, that's not sacrificial. That's right. like, that's just living for yourself. And it comes forward all the way to this day is like, some people have the mentality of Cain where it's like, well, I, I want the benefits of knowing God, but I don't really want to sacrifice something that I care about. I, Cause I always found it interesting when people during the Lenten season would give up something that they really didn't care about in the first place. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give up chocolate. Do you like chocolate? Thank you. No, it's not right. I don't care. I mean, it's not going to bother me that much. Yeah, that was always my buddies growing up. Like I had two two of my closest friends were both Catholic, and that was always it. Was they they give up something that was like half heartedly like something like eh, I have to. Yeah, it's like well, okay. I mean, back and back in then, I was like, I don't I don't get it anyway. So right, do whatever you got to do. Yeah, but in verse three here, this is the question. It's a, it says, why have we fasted and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Like, that's, why isn't this working? Why is our country, why are, thing, why are bad things happening? Like, why is all of this stuff going on? We've been doing what you want us to do, right? And we're not seeing it. Like, that's the mentality that we have. But verse 8 is the answer, okay? So he he said, you know, give give the food that you're fasting to the hungry. Give your clothes that you're ripping up to the naked. Go out and do the things that, that I told you to do. Love your neighbor. And then verse 8 says, Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Yeah. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. He's telling you right there what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Sure, fast, but 
do it with a heart that loves God. Yep. Don't do it because you have to. Don't do it because everyone else is telling you to do it. You do it because you love God. Understand what God wants in your life and go do it. Yep. Understand the, the things that God loves in your life and love those things. Mm-hmm. You know, help help the the sick, help the poor, the widows, right? That's that's what true worship is. Yes. Right? Yes. Is to do those things. And and it's and it's been a it's the it's a constant theme throughout the Bible. And and when Jesus comes and teaches these things, it's a new revelation because they didn't get it to begin with. Yep. Right? It's the <laughs> yeah. same truths he's been telling That's a good point. Through, like throughout. But they didn't get it to begin with, and Jesus does it in a, in a different way and helps us to understand it better. But still, people don't understand it, and still, people don't get it, and still, people are, are trying to reach God only in half measures, only a little bit. They don't really want to change their life in a, in, to a point where it's going to actually make a difference. Yeah. They just want to add God in as a little bit, as a little part of it, so it's, they feel it's better. It's like a little bit of reassurance that uh, I'll be okay at the end of my days. Yeah. Um, or like I got something in my back pocket that's going to rescue me. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's not what God wants. God doesn't want a half-hearted commitment to Him. He wants He wants you all. I mean, and the Bible's very explicit about that. It's like He wants all of us, and that doesn't mean as a believer like you have to feel like, oh gosh, I I, I haven't given Him everything, or I'm I'm trying, but I don't get why, like I, I can't give it all. Well, it, it's it's a slow process. Yeah. I mean, it's, it takes time to mature. We don't mature overnight. Right. Like it takes a lot of time for us to get to that place where we're actually seeing ourselves in, in every, like, you know, in every aspect of our life, living it out truly for God um, and letting go of ourselves. But it takes effort and it takes intentionality to get to that place. Right. And, and finally finishing up here. Yeah. Sorry. Not only, does God offer a blessing in the moment, but he offers a restoration mm-hmm. when we turn back to him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in verse 12 of Isaiah 58. It says, your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. Hmm. So not only are you going to lead a revolution moving forward, but there's going to be restoration of hurts and heat and, and stuff that's happened in the past because of the sins that we've made. Yeah. We've messed stuff up. We've taken this, this city on a hill, this light, right. And we've messed it up. Mm. We really have. Oh yeah. And we've made it about us. We've put in all of our rituals and stuff that, you know, it makes us feel better and stuff. But God says, yeah, you've messed this up, but listen, what you need to do is what I'm telling you. You need to love people. You need to love me, and you need to go and 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 take my love, and you know, bring food, bring bring clothing, go out and help people. When you do that, not only are you going to bring blessing then, but you're going to repair. It says, rebuild the ancient ruins, and we will raise up the age-old foundations. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we want? Yeah. This is this this is the answer. Like this is this is a dire- directive from God yes. that that He has given through the prophet Isaiah. True back then, true today. Yeah. And so I guess when we're when we're doing if we're doing a Lenten fast, you know, don't do it just because you have to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Take time and dive into your Bible, right? Um, make it make it make it a point to each and every day draw closer to God. But then go out and and put some feet to that faith. 
maybe go during the Lenten season and say, hey, I'm going to make a decision now that I'm going to help out at my local food pantry, right? I'm going to help people that don't have food. This is a good time of year to start doing that. But don't just do it during Lent. Make that a habit that, hey, this is going to be part of my life moving yeah. forward. Go out and help at a crisis shelter or something like that. Put some feet to your faith and go out there and make a movement for God's kingdom instead of making ourselves feel better because we're giving up something, you know, because that, hey, that, that that's what, what I'm do. supposed to do. Right? That's what I'm supposed to do. No, I, th- I think you said it really well, Zach. And um, I have nothing to add to it. <laughs> So I mean, but I I think that's I think that's um, very well said, man. Like, and I hope it doesn't come across as hey, we're ripping on people. But no, I think it, I, I think it, it, there's scripture here that's a warning. Lots of times in scripture, especially in the prophets, they give you warnings because the people are doing it wrong, yeah. right? And not saying one denomination is doing it wrong over another one, but us as Christians are doing it wrong because our heart's not in the right place. Yep. And so we need to take warnings from the past and put them into our lives so we can be the restorer of streets and, and broken walls, right? Like yep. that we can be the people that bring the revolution to bring, to help, you know, to bring our country, our, our church, our families, ourselves back to a relationship with God. Yeah. And it all starts with you. And it all starts with making that decision. Like I'm not going to live out this thing because this is what I was told to do. It's the thing that you should be living out because you desire yeah. What, like who God is and what he can do through you for others. I mean, that's what our messages have been, I think, a lot over the past several weeks. Right. It's all coming back to this whole idea. Like It's all about serving him right? Um, and denying ourselves, Yeah. which is the, is the greatest act of worship that we can do. Um, so, so this so, season, yeah. go ahead, Zach. So I was going to say, my challenge to you would be then, pick up your Bibles for the next... 40 days, a couple weeks or whatever, pick up Isaiah 58 and read it. Yep. And then... Very convicting. Yeah, and go from that and and maybe do some more studying. Look up fasting. Look up what Jesus talked about in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, in Matthew, he goes through fasting on the Sermon on the Mount when he's talking about forms of righteousness, um, giving to the poor and and, 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 and praying and, and, and stuff like that. He, fasting is in that. Mm-hmm. Um, read it. Yep. And, and allow God to work on your heart. And hopefully this can be a season of transformation, yep. not a season of, hey, I'm doing this because do I'm supposed old, to. Same old, same old. Right. But a season of transformation to draw us closer to God and, and so we can be useful soldiers for his kingdom. Mm. Yep. Well, for Zach and Steve have a podcast, I'm Steve. I'm Zach. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm Wolfman Steve. Cross <laughs> <laughs> for me is my my cohort in crime. Zach Attack. Oh Strikes man! Back. I remember so many funny stories now. No, you don't. Yes, I do. How did, that reminded you of a funny story? <laughs> so today I was down at. That no, was actually yesterday when it was nice out. I was down at the bus stop with my son. Yes. <clears throat> And he was like, hey, Dad, let's throw the football around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I I forgot about this story again. Go ahead. I was throwing the football around with him. And uh, he was – 
he's doing pretty good at catching the football, much better than he used to. He yes. can catch it pretty no, well. I, you know, I was really proud of him on Super Bowl Sunday when I came over. Yes. We were playing catch. That kid was, was – He was doing great. He was doing fantastic. He was catching the football until – Steve has this has this thing where he, he injures people all the time when we play football. Why are you talking like Kermit the Frog? Did you hear that in your voice? Yes. <laughs> oh, you, uh, I was try, I was going for my Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you, oh, is that what it was? Because <laughs> uh, it was a Super Bowl. I call can't back. believe we won the Super Bowl again. It's a, it a great day. It's a great day. Andy Reid, you want to say something? Whoa. <laughs> we did it. We did it again. <laughs> So we're playing catch outside of my house, and uh, we, I don't know, there was, what, 10 guys maybe outside, something like that? Six guys? Who knows? So we, we made this big circle. Circle. And we were throwing the ball. In a circle. Yes, around. And, and I want to I make it clear that I was, it was not, okay, just go ahead. <laughs> like, we were throwing around in a circle, and I was throwing to adults. Yes. And then Steve throws it to my son. Well, and you guys are okay. on the opposite this sides of the circle. Why, so it's probably yeah. about a 30-yard pass. One of our friends broke pattern. Ah. He went like cuz yeah, it's more fun to th- launch a ball than it is to like throw 5 yards to the guy next to you. Yeah. Let's okay, let's start launching across the guys that are like 20 yards from you. Yeah. Go ahead. So Steve launches it towards Elliot. I don't know if mid throw you thought, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that." Oh yeah. <laughs> So it's a perfect spiral. I don't know if I've seen it so tight of a spiral in my life. I'm a very good backyard quarterback. Yes. I don't mean to pat myself on the back, that but ball, I'm really good at throwing the football That in the ball went with the perfect arc, 30 yards down the field, hits my son 30, straight in the throat. That was not a 30-yard pass. Hits him straight in the throat. I hit him <laughs> hard. He goes down, and he's going, huh, huh. <laughs> When I saw that ball hit your son, I was sick. Like, it hit him. I thought it hit him in the chest. It, and it, he it. went back. Like, it was like he caught it and went boom, backwards. That, it, it I hit was like, like, oh, no. It hit, like, right at the, the. I thought it hit him in the sternum. Yeah, it did. But was it in the sternum? I thought it was in his throat. It was, like, in the connection between your between The soft spot? <laughs> yes. The but, soft spot, the worst spot yeah. to get hit in? Yes. Between <laughs> the sternum and your throat. So he like, gets starting me your Adam's apple is where I tagged him. Yeah. So in, in actuality, it was not your fault at all. It was no. it was a very soft pass, but but he was convinced that you were aiming for that spot. Like you have this pinpoint accuracy. And so afterwards he just couldn't understand why Pastor Steve was aiming for his throat whenever he was playing. Catch. Man, I have made I've made There's just been so many instances of this being the case where I'm not trying to injure people, but it happens. Yeah. I'm, I, I I throw a decent football. Yeah, like it's I I love I loved throwing the football when I was a kid. That was my favorite thing to do, and I got pretty decent at it. Like, and so I was always all time quarterback, all that kind of stuff. And this is not like a brag because it'd be the really lame thing to brag about. It's just like I I know how to throw a football. <laughs> I do know how to throw a football. I know how to throw it accurately. And you for, know how to injure children. For backyard purposes. And I wish that Elliot, I mean, <laughs> not that I wanted to hurt Elliot, but I wish that he was the only kid ever that that happened to. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's not at all.